and welcome to Experience Share. It's a Pokemon podcast starring me, Carvana, aka Carvana. Carvana. My wife and I literally just bought a used car from an app on our phones called Carvana. <laughs> it's the exact same name. No way. Yeah. Your like joke is real? Yeah, it's real. So anyway. <laughs> Shit, you're right. <laughs> AKA Tanner Green Ring. And I am joined, as always, by my co-host, Hariyamash. Hariyama. AKA Joshua Fielstead. And Josh, this week we have a guest. Oh, who is it? Welcome to the show, Linula. <laughs> okay. Yeah, Lin Linoon. I've never known how to say that one. Fanula, welcome. Welcome. From Bandwagons, the podcast. And voice of Ireland <laughs> representing a nation. We're international now. Yeah. Thank you so much for having me and for giving me such a decent nickname with such a hard name to work with. I really appreciate it. There was some options. Um, Wing Wingula was in there. Oh, yeah. That's good. I like Wingula. Yeah. Especially because you have a Pelipper. Yeah. Yes. It's very apt. It's very apt. I did have to look up how to pronounce Linoon. It seems like consensus is it's Linoon. I would have said Linoon then. So I'm glad you did that research because I would, I would have been very much team Linoon, but I hate that Pokemon anyway. So. I do after this leg. There were so many yeah, I, on that route. Oh. 119 and 120. No. Killed a billion of them. Yeah. The worst. Yeah. It's Pokemon Podcast. Last week we took on Daddy, and he we crushed him in um, Petalburg City, and now we have the ability to surf like water spirits dancing across the waves. Oh, beautiful! We can finally leave the mainland without the help of Mister Briny and Pico, his awful little bird. Good riddance. So they are free to do whatever disgusting things they do in their little house together. Now we can surf. Oh. And we start this leg of the journey by surfing south from Petalburg City towards Route 104 through 109, which oh, is, wow. is that long-ass water journey that takes us from Petalburg past Duford Town, past the, the sunken boat. Oh, my God. All the way to Slaveport City. Can I tell you something, Tanner and Fanula? Yeah. Yes, this is a safe space. I didn't do that. I didn't do that at all. I didn't do it either. Thank God you said it, because I didn't do it either. I was like, please don't bring this up. What do you mean? How else did you get to... We were up at Mauville because we had just done New Mauville. So I just went east immediately. I went to that beach on like Route 118. Yeah. Oh. You didn't do the boat or anything? No, I know about the boat. I thought about doing the boat... I was in Slateport, I think, or wherever, and I went down to try and do it, and then I realized that the, like, the man in the water were of a much higher level than mine, so I was like, I'm not ready for this, so I was like, I'm, I'll leave the boat and I'll, uh, wow. I'll come back, but okay, thank God uh, yeah. Josh has, has uh, saved me here from exposing myself as a terrible guest. Well, I did it, and I'll tell you about it. You get a sneak preview of it when you take Mr. Briney's boat down. But it's essentially just a water route. So this is the route that Mr. Briney's boat travels, but you just surfed it. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. You go down, you can revisit Duford Town, which I did because I had to plumb the depths of Granite Cave. Can I get tell you guys a story? Yeah. Yes. I got on my Pokemon to level 40 pretty early in the week this week. Humble and brag. set aside some time to go hunting for a magnet in New Mauville, which are randomly held by wild... Magnemites. 
And that empowers electric moves. Yep. So I, I taught Gardevoir Thief, and I went down there and killed a bunch of Magnemites and got a magnet, and then came back up, and then while I was surfing past Doofertown, I went into Granite Cave to beat up a bunch of Abras to try to steal a Twisted Spoon from them. Oh, rude. And I did it whenever I had a free moment. I would just like sit and like go and grind in the cave and try to like steal a Twisted Spoon from Abra, and was just having no luck, because Abra's appearance rate in that cave is pretty low. And the chance that they have the spoon is even lower. I think it's only a 5% chance, and that's on top of the, like, 10% chance that an Abra shows up. Yeah. So it's bad. I thought I was having really bad luck, and I looked it up online, and someone was like, oh, the key thing to make sure is make sure your Pokemon with Thief is not already holding an item. Oh. And I went and looked, and Gardevoir was still holding the fucking magnet that it stole off of a Magnemite. Oh, my God. And it was within, I would say, 10 minutes after I took the magnet away from Gardevoir, I got a Twisted Spoon from an Abra. It was like five hours of work. Oof. It was brutal. (laughs) Played yourself. That's rough. Yeah. Played yourself. And then since you guys didn't do this, I have another segment for this, um, this leg of the journey, but since you guys didn't do it, I have to send you a an image Uh from Bulbapedia because you didn't see this disgusting man. One of the most terrifying phrases that I have in my life now is when Tanner says, let me send you this image. Yeah. (laughs) Just (laughs) the spectrum of what it could be. It's just so wild. The image I just sent you is my trainer danger for this week. I don't think my eyes are prepared for this. Oh, trainer danger. It's swimmer David. Are you looking at it? Oh my god, that man's thighs. Is he going to crush us with them? Look at this like aggressively deep squat. Like it looks like he's like dropping it on the dance floor, you know? Oh my god. That is a fat bottomed man. Yeah. And then like a twink body. <laughs> wow. <laughs> he's got to do his squats. <laughs> it's so aggressive and it's just like i'm just trying to fucking get to, to slayport city why are you like coming at me with this like fat bottom swimmer david get out of my face yeah yeah it's not a swimming pose it's not a swimming pose right no yeah that would not keep you afloat in the water and it would not assist you if you were in some kind of danger in the water i would imagine so no i'm not sure about that title of his at and all. he's got this snide look on his face too like it looks like he's talking shit about everyone else in the water yeah god well i won't talk too much about abandoned boat then because neither of you did it but <laughs> well abandoned ship i remember from omega ruby you need dive to access it so i just didn't bother ah. going there because i think we get dive uh in moss deep which is where we'll be next next gym because can you access any of it without dive yeah there's a lot to do there you can you can take on some trainers and get some cool stuff but you find okay. a guy and he's like please find me this like secret code and there's just no nowhere to to find it so that must be what i'm missing hm dive well i wish swimmer david would take a dive and never come back Ugh, me too (laughs) aggressive okay so if you guys didn't do any of the game this week what what did you Uh, do uh, there was so much more game i don't even know how you had time to go over there 
Truly, yeah, that was such a long detour. Like we we were in and getting shit done. I don't know about you. We weren't pissing around <laughs> in caves looking for cutlery. We were we were putting in work. Yeah. And I was ready to take on Winona and everything else in between. It was good training. There's a lot of like high level mon to your point, Fanula, in that route one oh four through one oh nine. That would have helped. Cause I I like did not have my Pokemon all to level forty until like the night before we actually battled. Yeah. And that's partially because as I go into in our level check segment later, I was raising like 30 or 40 Lotad babies. <laughs> and then also Disgusting. getting the champion Lotad to level 40 also. I also discovered that you can re-battle trainers randomly, which I didn't know was a thing because, you know, you can't get phone calls anymore, like in Gen 2. And so... Thank God. And also, yes, thank God. But I thought because of that, there was no opportunity to re-battle folks you had already fought. And then I randomly, when I was biking around outside the daycare center, hit A on like one of the trainers out there. And they were like, oh, let's battle again. And then I checked out my PokéNav because that's where the, the phone call used to be. And it's got trainer's eyes, which I didn't know about. And it just tells you... Yeah trainers across the whole region that you could fight again and then i cleared all of them and that's how i finally got to fucking level 40 some of those Ugh. trainers like will will give you shit too like the only opportunity to get silver powder which empowers bug pokemon is to like rebattle this trainer on route like 119 oh and like steal it from his beautifly wow okay did either of you visit slayport city on your many journeys or did you just skip that too? I did to do some nicknaming. Okay. I think I went and just and passed through just uh, just to see how everyone was getting on. But um, it was on my way to do my bits. I did not stay. I did not hang around. Well, the market's open. Oh. Tell me more. You can buy bricks. Bricks. <laughs> what? Bricks? Bricks. <laughs> yeah. There's a lady there who will sell. Well, there's a guy there who will sell you the hidden power TM, so you can make new bases. The secret power is that one. And then there's a lady there who'll just sell you bricks. Like red brick, gold brick, green brick. For what purpose? I think you put them in your secret base, but I don't know why. It's some kind of decoration. But it's just an option now. If you were looking to buy bricks in the game, this lady's your woman. She's got them. Is it Lego, but they can't say Lego? Is it Duplo? Um, yeah, can you build little sets? That'd be fun. No idea. That would be lit. That would be so cool. I didn't buy one. They were pretty pricey. I know we touched on this with the trading card game miniseries of like how that should be a side quest where you can collect cards in one of the main games. Oh, yeah. But they have all these opportunities where they get close with like the secret base and like the room decorations in the previous generation, but they never do it well enough. Like, I don't have time to spend money on like bricks and chairs and shit like they should make it so that it's a collection like that you get out in the world like you have to talk to certain people they should incentivize you to do things to get items rather than like yeah paying money to have this thing in a base that like you can't even invite people over to it right my base kind of sucks too it's just like a dank cave 
It's like not nice, you know? Yeah, I think mine is in a bush and there is one doll in there and that's it. It is not an inviting place to be. <laughs> I would not like to be there. Imagine how scary that would be if you're like just going along Route 104 and you like find a bush and you peek your head in and there's just like one doll sitting in like... Oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> one tree doll. There's just... like a clearing and one doll looking at oh you. Oh my God. <laughs> That is the start of a horror movie, true. Yeah, that like and a bunch of like ashen furniture that you make out of like <laughs> Fallover Town. So it's like a burned out like <laughs> Sushi fucking chairs, like <laughs> Oh god. Yeah. Creepy. So I guess this is where our paths converged. Cause now we've all found our way back to Mauville, right? Yes. Yes. Where we make our way east towards the the next true leg of this game. So if you go north from Mauville, you go somewhere. If you go west from Mauville, you go back to like Wally's house. But the previous route to the east was locked to us because it is a water route and we didn't have surf. But now we do. It's just a short little surf. You make your way east. There's a bunch of fishermen. One of them will give you a that good rod. Oh, we finally got that good rod. Yeah. <laughs> and then I love that good rod. Some would say it's the best rod. Super rod, too full of itself. You want the good rod. Yeah. <laughs> Super rod's like too much rod, you know? Yeah. Good is good. I'm good with good. Like Super doesn't try. Good is like giving it its all, you know? That's really what it's about. Absolutely, yeah. A for effort. So this is a good training area. There's a bunch of grass full of like easy to crunch up linoons. Yeah. The initial part where you come in on the beach is like pretty standard. The other thing down here on Route 118 is the Berry Master's house. Did you guys visit the Berry Master's house? Oh, yeah. It was off to the east of Route 118. You go there and there's a bunch of tree plots and some unique looking berries. And you go inside and you discover that it's the Berry Master's house. Yeah, there are some weird looking berries. I do remember that. I don't know about you guys, but I'm kind of at the stage where I'm over it with the berries. Oh. I have enough money that I can buy some real full heels and shit. Like, I, I don't care anymore about this. I have a berry story for you later, but I went oh. on a, a berry journey <laughs> in order to evolve a Pokemon. But. Ooh. Oh. Onward. Up Route 119. As you start going north. You get the coolest grass we've seen. And we've seen some cool grass. Like, remember that grass in the National Park oh, yeah. in uh, Gold and Silver? Wow. Divine. It was like aloe vera. But this time, it's like grass that is up to the head of your sprite. And it starts pouring rain. The screen will flash lightning. Yeah, that's cool. You open up into this whole, like, jungle, basically. And then you get, like, this bold music hits. There's no town as far as the eye can see. It's cool. It is cool. This is like my favorite route so far. The other thing is you can't bike in this route no. because the grass is too tall. So you have to you have to dismount and walk through the grass like a caveman. There's some loser on a bike at the foot of Route 119 pacing back and forth on the bike. And he's like, I can't go in the grass because the bike. I'm like, ditch the bike. Get off the bike, idiot. <laughs> 
Literally me standing there like, sounds like a personal problem. Yeah, don't know. <laughs> don't know what you expect me to do about it. Get off your it's bike. It's also just like, go to fucking bike route if you want to do biking. Like, there's a place for you. Right. It's right over there. Yeah. There's like this mimic circle, which was weird and never addressed, of trainers who are like, we're part of the mimic circle. Oh, yeah. It's like the same type of trainer on like both sides of the tall, tall grass never addressed weird huge huge cult energy like there's something oh wildly yeah. amiss there and i think we need to call someone about it absolutely what do you think they're up to like it, it just seems like one of those weird uh, pokemon things where it's like it seemed like it was going to be a part of a bigger narrative that just then never gets dealt with and is abandoned yeah. it's like the unknown worms in the ruins yeah it's just like what is this yeah, no, you trash them and then like all they're, they're like, oh, can you keep moving? Because we want to copy you. I'm like, oh, <laughs> I have I have things to do and I, I'd recommend you go do other things as well. Other than this, you fucking weirdo in the grass. Right. It's a weak cult. Like, what are you, you know, worshipping? What Mimicking people? Yeah, yeah are, you, are you worshipping me and my movements? Because if so, <laughs> then, then I'm mildly flattered. But otherwise, I do still have questions and reservations. If I'm the cult leader, then... Let's talk, but otherwise, I'm not interested. You did like Route 119. Imagine just setting up shop there, just being a cult leader. It's a it's a beautiful route. I I, I like the and I do like the the ranger trainer type. They're just like park rangers. Yeah. One of them, Pokemon Ranger Jackson, he had a little cutie Pokemon that I've referenced before in this season because I can't get it and I'm furious. And it's Breloom. And that's Joshy Sweetie. What a cutie Breloom is. I pa- I instinctively pause to do the Sweetie music. That's great. I love we're working it's that It's just in. like ingrained in my head. <laughs> I suppose if it, if at any point, Fanula, you have a, either a Sweetie or an You Make Me Barf Pokemon that you noticed in this game, please do shout it out. Oh, well... Oh, yeah, you just trigger it. Thank you for that, because my Sweetie was also on this route, and it was my majestic queen of being a dinosaur and having bananas for an egg for some reason. <laughs> uh, Tropius. She is... Oh, uh, yeah. She is an icon, she is a legend, and she is the moment. I... <laughs> love her so much and just such a powerhouse of a pokemon she's one of those other ones where like again i was trying to play that i didn't pick like the typical ones that i would and tropius is usually like always ends up in my like final party so like leaving her behind upset me greatly i kind of thought she might be tanner's who make me barf pokemon this episode so i'm glad she's not because i would have been willing to fight her corner (laughs) fiercely no i think tropius is cool i didn't Same notice here. until you just said it that it does have bananas for a neck yeah there's just no other way up to view it there's bananas coming off of its chin <laughs> i caught one and the pokedex says that children love to try to grab the fruit on its neck yeah so it is fruit and it's edible well, sorry so so, like, this is an edible Pokemon, essentially. Yeah. The, the poor Tropius is just trying to live out their lives, do their bits in the grass, and they have these children just lunging for their yeah. necks, like, for the faintest taste of potassium. <laughs> like, fuck off. It's little pukes, like, climbing its neck, trying to get the bananas. Ugh. 
Tropius would kill them. Oh like, yeah, just... it's a dinosaur. It's a tank. It's also like it's got oh. like a billion hit points. It's got huge defense. Ooh. Guess how tall it is? Oh, oh, um, sixty-eight feet. Ten. It's feet? only six foot tall. Isn't that what? nice? It's just like a little. <laughs> it's like a what horse. <laughs> Not even. A, it's like a pony-sized dinosaur. It's it's basically as tall as that grass at that point. Yeah. Sorry. That's that, cute. It makes me like it even more. I was just about to say that 100% makes her like a million times sweeter. I thought she was cute. I also noticed it and I, it looks like it would be like a very strong Pokemon. So when I saw it, I was like, surely this must be A or S tier for my character, Mini Max, who only will catch and use A and S tier and was very surprised that it's not. It just seems like a, a big, powerful Pokemon. It should be better, I think. I think it deserves it. I would strongly agree. Well, while we're here on Route 119, I want to tell you guys about a Pokemon that I saw called <laughs> Phoebus. And it Ugh. was my first of two You Make Me Barf Pokemon of the week. It's a double header. I talk about this a little bit later during the level check, but I did spend quite a while trying to catch a Feebos on one of the six water tiles on Rune 119. It's a pretty ugly little Pokemon, but that's kind of the idea behind Feebos. So it's it's sort of cheating by picking Feebos as my you-make-me-barf Pokemon. It's supposed to be a piece of shit that just like <laughs> grows into the a beautiful, enviable Pokemon. Yep. The ugly duckling Pokemon. Right. Yep, exactly. Because it looks like a skeleton of a fish. Yeah. And it's got a handle for some reason. It's like a GameCube. <laughs> the one thing I will say is I feel like it's like particularly disgusting in this generation. I feel like Feebas like slightly glows up as the franchise progresses. I'll say it slightly glows up. It glows up into Melodic, a beautiful, majestic <laughs> beauty. <laughs> But even as its like own thing, I feel like the sprite for this in this one is like the coloring and everything is violent. It looks like it has, yeah, like it looks un- very unwell, yeah. like that it needs medical attention. It's violence in its purest form. Yeah, it looks all barfy and it's got like sunken in eyes. Yeah, it looks sick. It looks like, I feel like I just keep using Simpsons reference on this episode. But you know when Bart, it's like that he he makes that frog thing. It's the Harry Potter party. And the frog is like, every day I live in agony. And the frog is like puking on itself. <laughs> That's There's huge, huge, huge energy from Phoebus of this. Yeah. Fully. Absolutely. So finally, we make our way to the Weather Institute, which is just this big building in the middle of Route 119. It's the only thing out here. Mm-hmm. No real indication from talking to anyone what its purpose is. It's just like the where they just study weather patterns. I guess, but like it's a little suspicious that this is the only place in the game where it's been raining. And I thought maybe it was like, are they controlling the weather somehow? Once you enter Weather Institute, it's empty in the front, but you go up to the second floor and then there are Team Aqua or Team Magma people there. Yes. Who I think the implication is like, they must be working on technology that will allow you to control the weather and or can already do it. And like that's something that, of course, a criminal syndicate would be interested in. Yeah, so... It's chemtrails. Oh, yeah. Hey! Magma and Aqua are here and it's our jobs to bust them up and kick them out of the Weather Institute and save all these scientists who are there just to uh, to do good science. Why is that child there? 
The one in the beginning? Oh, yeah. Yeah, and there's like a bed. Like, what, you, what is... That massively threw me off because there's this extremely frightened child being like, I was asleep and I woke up and then everyone went upstairs and there's a, a huge ruckus. And I'm like, where are your parents? Like, what is... <laughs> it's like, well, I'm so concerned for your well-being. Like. Specifically, the tiny child sprite. Yeah. It's weird that the child's there. It's even weirder that it's like, it, there's a bed there. And it's like, this is like an office building. Like, who's this child? Yeah, they're, I mean, they're experimenting on the child, right? Oh, oh yeah. no, don't say that. <laughs> I think so, yeah. It's oh, like born God. of a science experiment, this child. Yeah, it's like Resident Evil. Yeah. There's a big underground base where they're doing zombies. Weather Institute is Umbrella Corporation, yeah. You go upstairs, you battle, you, you bust up the Team Magma and Team Aqua Grunts, and then a scientist gives you a, an awful, awful gift, which is my true You Make Me Barf Pokemon of the Week cast form. So for true You Make Me Barf Pokemon of the Week, the music is just even louder. Yeah, it's like you know like memes like they'll do the thing where the music's turned up so loud that it like gets very like crunchy <laughs> yeah that's what it is yeah that's what we'll do it's cast form cast form sucks oh what a gross pokemon why did they give it testicles god what's the point of this thing he is such a little prick i hate him in its normal form it's just got the two little testicles or maybe they're bazongas <laughs> i can't tell it's really hard to tell little column a little column b could be a little yeah <laughs> that's true i think it's so gross looking this little thing and i it seems like a sucky pokemon too i just i don't know anyone who's ever played the game who's been like yeah cast form absolutely lit four watch your back yeah. like no like. it changes type depending on the weather is it's is it shtick right yeah it can be either fire water or ice based on if it's sunny rainy or snowy doesn't evolve and i believe it still doesn't evolve they'd never added evolutions yeah each version by the way i don't know if you're looking at like all the sprites because i think i only saw the rainy one in this leg but i'm looking at bulbapedia now and like each of these forms is fucking even more awful. They all have some form of like orb, ball, testicle thing <laughs> attached to it. And even more. Every iteration like. Yeah, it's pretty weird. It's I don't like looking at it. I immediately boxed it. Bad stats, pointless. Never want to think about it again. And what a bad prize for saving your lives scientists at the weather institute multiple people's lives and no undoubtedly like years of research and technology yeah. that needs to be protected and you're giving me this well like lord knows how many millions of pokebucks were sunk into that science child <laughs> <laughs> give me that yeah give me yeah the child. let's take the child <laughs> they're like here's the cast room you're like oh no i'll take the child <laughs> <I'm> like, <"Okay." laughs> So you leave the Weather Institute. What a what a useless side quest, but whatever. And then you're immediately accosted by, in my case, Brendan. I don't know about you two. I don't know if, if anyone accosted you. May accosted me. Brendan did accost me. He did accost me. And I, I hate him. He's very smarmy. Yeah. I don't like that he's always checking in on me and being very condescending about how I'm training my Pokemon. Stay in your lane. Mind your own business. Yeah. I don't ask you. They're always like, let me just... See how your mom's going, like, what's happening? And it's like... Uh, let me, yeah, let me, let me just 
Have a little look there. No, fuck off. I've crushed you into dust every single time. If anyone is checking on anyone, it's me about you. <laughs> Don't bother me. With your three Pokemon, by the way, at this oh, had three stage Pokemon of the game, too. three. Yeah, also, like, extremely intrigued by, like, how many Pokemon you're catching, whatever, and you're there with your pissy three, like, doing your dad absolutely no service with that empty Pokedex. Birch is also kind of a joke, so I'm not surprised that it runs in the family. (laughs) What a fraud. (laughs) from a long line of terrible Pokemon trainers. Um, I crushed him. Oh, yeah. It was embarrassing. I don't even remember, like, I just don't care. Yeah. And then he gives you HMO2, which is fly. But you can't really do much with it yet because you have to go to Fortree City to take on the gym leader there. Luckily, we are very close to Fortree City at this point. Yeah. There's also another cool thing on this route, which I was reminded because it's the last thing you encounter right before Fortree City where there are these like ninja boy trainers. Oh, yeah. Who like hide behind like camouflage panels made to look like the woods or like the cliffside and they'll like unfold it and come out and battle you i like them i do like the ninja boy trainer i think it's a cool idea they also hide in the dust in uh in the ashes in fall arbor town like they've got a bunch of disguises it's cool right i hate to think about their long and air quality (laughs) to be quite honest doing that like i have my concerns yeah like it rotted me how how often i was caught out by them like i'd just be milling along on my bike and i just it's obvious if you're paying any attention. And then it'll just be like the cool little music that comes with it where it's like, yeah. and then they come out. And I was just like, rats. <laughs> Foiled again. Very cool, though. I do. I appreciate the effort. I appreciate how much you're looking out for the respiratory health of everyone in this game, too. Yeah, you're very concerned <laughs> about child welfare, which we usually aren't. So that's a nice... <laughs> Compliment. <laughs> Bringing good energy. Yeah. That's what I'm here for. So Fortree City, there's not much here. It's a very small town. It's like a bunch of tree houses with some like walkways between them. And then the gym is kind of in the middle of town and you have to take the walkways to get there. But when you approach the gym, there's not much you can do because there's some kind of invisible force right. that's keeping you from getting too close. So... You need to do a little hunting around to figure out how to get past this uh, invisible force in the way. I wish they had done a little bit more with Fortree City. Like, I like the design a lot, like Ewok Village. All I wanted to do was go across those bridges on my bike and just cause havoc. God, yeah. I could not. And I can't run across them. I was walking everywhere. Mildly irritating. Yeah, it's kind of a pain. Yeah. So then you make your way east because you need to figure out, like, there's nothing to, to do in Fortree. So you, you keep moving on to Route 120. And then essentially, like, the first thing you come across is Steven. You're, uh, I, he's not really a rival. He's the head of Devin's son or lover. It's unclear. <laughs> Devin, yeah. <laughs> He'll give you a Devin scope, which is the Silscope. And Josh, this is our, our big bugbear in this game is... Who's the better corporation, yeah, Sylph or Devin? The Joker in our back pocket for Sylph has always been well. At least Sylph has the Sylph scope, which lets you see ghosts, right? Like thirteen ghosts. Yeah. My argument would be though that Devin is sexy. Stephen. Stephen is very alluring. I think that's true. In my opinion, and that gives them points for me. Okay. Interesting. Fanula's point is, I think, very valid. And I think if you <laughs> extrapolate it as well, I mean, 
Tanner, how many times, how many minutes of the show have we dedicated to, like, waxing poetic about that fucking Devon Corporation HQ building? Oh, right. Devon Corp has a great aesthetic. Yep. They've got, like, cool corporate samurai outfits. Seems problematic to me. They have, like, maybe a gay president, which is cool. Very progressive. That is cool. Very progressive. Progressive, absolutely, yeah. He's taking a handsome young lover. Right. Steven. So... I mean, Devin's scope versus the Sylph scope is effect. I think Devin's scope is better. I think it is. Because Devin's scope lets you see ghosts, which we all encountered with um, Dust Skull. No. What's the thing called? The little ghost Pokemon on Route 120? Shuppet. No, I didn't come across a Shuppet. I came across a Dust Skull. Might be a game difference. Oh, I think so. I came across so many Shuppets. I guess that is probably the Devin's scope allows that. So it can see, ghosts can see ghosts and invisible Kecleons. I hate that Kecleon, by the way. Don't like it. I think it's kind of cute. Uh, that brings me to my who make me bear Pokemon. <laughs> it's Kecleon. <laughs> Disgusting. I hate, I hate, hate that Ugh. sturdy little bastard. He's like, brings nothing to the table, copies your moves, so it becomes your type, but doesn't make him like effective really against you but then he also is like sturdy enough that it's really kind of not it's really hard to beat them but like it's just you just have to put in a bit of effort more effort than i wanted to and i just hate his stupid face at this point like we're all one hitting essentially every wild pokemon we come across because our pokemon are too high leveled but like kecleon yes does put up a bit more of a fight because of that chameleon power yeah, and Kecleon is like the Pokemon that is hiding because it, it just cloaks with its surroundings. It's a chameleon, and that's what the Devonscope will reveal um, along with the ghosts. My trick was just like, I had my new Lombre at that point, and he has Surf and Absorb. So I would use Surf, and then it becomes a water, and then I would use Absorb, and then it's super effective, and then it's dead. Oh, smart. Fuck that thing. It's got those dead, beady, like, ditto eyes, and then just, like, a mess of a design. No, it has uh, absolutely no soul. Like, there is nothing beyond it other than just <laughs> void in its heart and its mind. And I was delighted to crush every single one of them. I think it's kind of cute. I guess another pro in the Devon column is that it allows you to see this disgusting Pokemon that deserves to be crushed. I'm willing to call it here, I think, on Devon v. Sylph. I think Devon wins. Yeah. I think so. The shoes, the scope, the progressive gay boss, the young, handsome lover. Cool aesthetics. Yeah, I just think Devin's got it. I think we can give it to them for now. I guess we'll see what unfolds in the latter half of the game, but I think it's Devin for me. Vanula, what do you think? Where are you at? I mean, I I have to say, Steven is just so, <laughs> even as a tiny cartoon man, he is just so charming. And I, ha- I have to give it to him, even though corporations are inherently evil and right. capitalism is bad. I would for Stephen. I'd do it all. Yeah. I'd do it all. A number of people last week, too, also came out in defense of how handsome they thought Wally was, I think, too. No, fuck no. Yeah. That weedy child. I'd have, I'd have concerns about those people that <laughs> expressed those thoughts out loud <laughs> to you, to be honest. He's got like a helpless, like... You know, it's one of those fixer projects. Like, you could turn Wally around. Yeah, I was just, yeah, yeah. 
they believe they can change him, make him better. He's like big soft e-boy energy. <laughs> no, absolutely not. Absolutely no. No, 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 no. No. Between Stephen Wally and this swimmer David we encountered earlier, there's just a lot of like uh handsome man energy in these games. Hoenn, everybody takes better care of themselves because everyone's hoeing around. Oh, yeah. It's the the most fit of the region so it's far. It's like the Colorado of Pokemon. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So then Route 120, I will say very briefly that I had to do a lot of berry planting and harvesting this week because I needed to collect some awful little berry kelpsy berries kelpsy so all three of us played ahead a little bit we all managed to get to um lily cove city but we didn't do anything in lily cove other than like go to the move deleter yeah some of us needed to delete moves i needed to find and harvest some of these kelpsy berries because they're indigo berries and indigo berries when you use them to make poke blocks increase beauty and I needed to increase Phoebos's beauty in order to evolve it into a melodic, which we will talk about during the battle. But Oof. I wrote here, and I thought the pun was so good. I was just like, God, if these two don't laugh at this fucking pun. <laughs> okay. Here's what I wrote in our notes. Call me Poca Monsanto. Because <laughs> I was doing big agra on this route. Yeah, all right. I suppose that might not make a lot of sense to you, Fanula, because... That is completely lost on me. Monsanto is like a giant agriculture chemical company here in America. Everyone hates them. Uh, we love those. They're totally, like, corrupt. <laughs> okay. They're, like, killing the planet. Right. Yeah, they're the one that's just, like, always being sued for some sort of, like, cancer-related thing from their products. Crime against humanity. Ah, one of them. So I was just doing a lot of berry planting. I, I planted probably, like, 100,000 kelpsy berries and then harvested them all. And then the um, contest center in Lily Cove has four-person tables, so you can make ultra-strong Pokeblocks, and I managed to level up my Feeboss into a, a Melodic. Is that, like, the berry equivalent of just, like, plastic surgery or, like, slim fast for Feeboss or what? <laughs> like, it's very grim. Like, you're just shoving the... It didn't like just it. be gorgeous, you freak. Just shoving the blocks into Every it. time I fed him one of these indigo blocks, it said, like, Feeboss begrudgingly ate it. And I was just like, well... <laughs> that's like steroids, yeah. Phoebus had better get ready to begrudgingly eat 20 more. <laughs> oh, my God. Eventually, he stops. That is very mini max of you. You feed it so many that it's like, Phoebus can't possibly eat any more Pokeblocks. Please stop. Look at what you're doing. Oh, my God. <laughs> but it didn't matter. By that point, it was beautiful enough to evolve into a Melodic. So I just fed it a rare candy, and it evolved into a beautiful, sexy dragon which we will talk about in the level check. So sexy. It is. It's too sexy. Anything else on Route 120 of interest to either of you? There's like a house that's near the end of it, and there's some guy standing outside of it, and he's like, oh, I thought that I could just, if we had enough wingle, we could just lift ourselves up, and then we could fly that way, and then somebody told me about HM Fly. Oh, uh, yeah. And then you go into the house and it's six wingles flying around. And then this like crazy like bird woman who is just like loving all these wingles. That's it. It's like, it's again like, what, what, why? Like he's going to attach all these wingles to a lawn chair and then they can fly somewhere like up. 
all I could think about was how bad that house probably smelled. Um, yeah, <laughs> like, right. it, I went in and I was, and I, was, I had the exact same reaction as you. I was like, okay, there's fuck loads of birds here. I'm going to talk to your one now and she's going to make some reference to the fact that we are quite literally surrounded by birds yeah. and could possibly be attacked at any moment. And she's just like, says something completely unrelated. And I'm like, are you... Are you seeing what I'm seeing, or have these birds just come to squat in your house? Do you do you need help, like or like, lady? This is a bird's nest. Like you live with the birds. That they don't live with you. Yeah, this is not your house. Yeah, <laughs> this is the bird's house. She has chairs in her house that are made out of bird shit instead of ash. Oh uh, yeah, yeah. Oh yeah. No, 100%. 100%. All right, cool. Well, that's the that's our leg of the journey this week. But yeah. we also did do some battling didn't we we did we sure did yesterday we will cut to the audio in a moment but the the purpose of this battle was to determine not just who is the superior pokemon podcast experience share a pokemon podcast or (laughs) bandwagons a non-pokemon podcast although it is about sharing experiences when you think about it there's a kindred spirit that's true there you go there you go that's true We'll cut to that audio now and then come back briefly to talk about it and to see all of you off, bug catchers. Uh, Throwing it over to you, Tanner from yesterday. (laughs) Hello, bug catchers. It's Tanner. Uh, I'm about a week in the future editing this episode, and the audio you're about to hear, including the level check and... Our battles is a little rough, but uh, you can still hear everything. We just ran into some trouble because we were recording over Skype and Fanul's in Ireland. So bear with us for a little bit here. It's still totally listenable, just uh, not quite up to the same quality as the rest of the episode. But I will see you again when we're done battling. Smell you later. So yeah, we're going to get down to business. I think the format we're going to do for this this battle is introduce you, the bug catchers, to our teams. And then Josh and I will battle to kind of determine who the, the champion of um, experience share is. And then the, the champion of experience share will take on Fanula to figure out whether or not experience share or bandwagons is the superior Pokemon podcast. Oh. Our track record is see. not good so far. <laughs> Your show's not even explicitly about Pokemon, so it would be pretty embarrassing if... <laughs> it would. It, it really would. Oh, the stakes are so high. Um, Josh, sports, we assumed we had to lose. Their thing yeah. is competitive battling. Yeah. Josh, I want to get into our teams a little bit and talk about our teams, because I'm assuming yours has evolved. What do you call it when something evolves into something worse? I'd yeah. say there was some evolution, and there was probably a little bit of devolution as well. Yeah. And Fanula, neither of us have any idea what you're working with. So let's do level check. Okay. Josh? You want me to go? You want to open up this pit? No, I don't care about your ugly team. Oh, wow. Tell me about your your character and your Pokemon. Okay, so I kind of went like basic bitch nicknaming my character because I forgot that it's like it's supposed to be comedic and whatever so I just went with my (laughs) nickname at home which is FJ but I've built this persona around FJ as we are in Hoenn and I would consider myself a Hoenn Ho 
So I exclusively, I've also been watching a lot of TV because we're all in lockdown, obviously, blah, 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 not a buzz. So I named all of my Pokemon after male characters in Buffy the Vampire Slayer, which I started for the first time, and 30 Rock. (laughs) And that's it. And they have no correlation otherwise. I just want to point out that Josh's character's name has been Joshua for the last two seasons. So Buffy is a show that I have had a latent dormant ambition to watch, but I have not done it. I've never I seen it. Like quarantine lasts long enough, I might do it. I feel like you would love it. I'm really enjoying it. I'm not that far into it, but it kind of coincided with starting to play this. I'm nearly finished 30 Rock, so oh yeah i did that rewatch um actually wrapped that earlier this year too (laughs) all right so all named after male characters exclusively from buffy and 30 rock yes okay so So who are we working with heading it up we've got uh my lovely giles who is um a skeptile and he is level 40 and he is gorgeous and i love him so much (laughs) i love that one too He's just, I have such an affinity for grass types because I finished, the very first game I played, I finished with um, Chikorita and I just always like gravitate towards them. But he's just so cool. Just like all the tail and everything. He's just so good. He's the last evolution of Trico's one. Yeah, he's got like a stern, kind of like stern eyes. Wise. Yeah. 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 Very wise. Very respectful for you to choose the, the third starter that neither of us has too i feel like this is a true rivalry i'm curious about the balls on his back to be honest i'm looking at pictures of him now and i'm i'm wondering what function those serve you're making me question them now as well and you're making me look at him in a different light and i don't appreciate it (laughs) there are a lot of pokemon that have mysterious balls just attached to the orbs like grumpig had that problem stantler has that problem yeah. What? Why? You know? I just feel like sometimes they get like a design down, and they're like, "This just looks like a lizard." And they're like, "I don't know." Toss some balls on there. <laughs> it's the default move. Okay, so Giles. Yeah. And are there any moves? Giles, what kind yeah. of moves are you working with that you're excited about for Giles? So, like, his moves are like not great at the minute. I'm looking for like a stronger grass one at the minute because we have Leaf Blade, which is fine. Yeah. Uh, what damage is that? It's like. Yeah, it's it, like it looks cool because it like wraps the, it's like a little like vortex of leaves and it like slashes them about whenever. So that's enjoyable. But like it's not I feel like there's strength there that I'm missing that I don't have quite yet. But he did just learn um, aerial ace as well, which is flying and oh, yeah. is proving to be very useful because it's also very speedy. So I can get yeah. in there quick. I actually have aerial ace on my starter as well. I just someone someone gave us aerial ace, right? Because I have it as well. And yeah, I forget who. Is it's it the TM as well? Is it Gym Leader Gal, Flying Gym Leader Gal, Fortree? Oh, Fortree. Uh, I've already forgotten her name. <laughs> we always forget these fucking people's names. <laughs> I honestly, like every... I barely have any recollection of even battling in Fortree. Like, what was the uh, theme Winona. of the gym? Oh, birds. Winona, yeah. I loved that gym setup, but I never remember their names. They're forgettable. Next Pokemon on your list. Um, I did what um, Tanner couldn't, and I got my Aaron evolved, and now he's a Laren. It's probably Layron, but Laren is much more fun to say. And he's called uh, Spike. 
and he is also level 40 and he I'm really annoyed that there was a 40 level cap for this because if I'd gotten to 42 I could have had my agron and I would have fucking smoked the 2e but alas oh, yeah yeah, yeah I, I feel bad about about abandoning the the Aaron line but I'm glad they'll be represented at least in this episode I'm keeping the memory alive. He's pretty good. I feel like he's probably my strongest. He has iron defense, which comes in very handy. And then obviously iron tail. And like, I love a classic dig. Very oh, useful. Yeah. Get you out of Definitely. a grind. Yeah, I love him. He's my fave. I just, I, I'm, kind of, I can't wait for my big boy. My big boy, Agron. He's kind of a cutie too. Looking at a picture of him, he's got like kind of a, a fun little look. He's got like a little beard, sort of. The I, little the like noise. Oh, the whole line is like chef's kiss, but like Aaron's little noise is fucking adorable. He is he is a big rock oh, yeah, dog. Like, do you know that thing? Do you know in like The Simpsons a... where where Millhouse is on the beach and that thing comes up on the beach and he it doesn't have his glasses and he pats it and it's like nice doggy. That's what I imagine. <laughs> this is me to him. I'm like nice doggy. Yeah. I love him. Yeah, he's kind of like a little like a stout one of those stout dogs, like a bulldog or something. Yeah. Kind of squat. Yes. Looks Nick very loyal. Him Love him. Who's next? Next up, I have my Pelipper. Um, I usually go, I see my thing for the team as well as I didn't want to go for Pokemon that I always like get. Or that I, yeah. you know, like you have the where you start a game again and you're like, you always gravitate toward the same Pokemon. And I'd usually get a tail up. But I was like, this time I was like, I'm going to get a Wingull. So I did. He is now a Pelipper and his name is uh, Milton Green, who is Alec Baldwin's dad in <laughs> 30 Rock. <laughs> Um, the like pinko and he's like very liberal, liberal. Yeah. yeah 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 iconic he started off kind of shit I as a wing goal I, I kind of resented him and now he's really coming to his own kind of a HM friend but like I think the HMs are kind of like in terms of moves I think they're good this gen I'm open to being challenged on that but he is fly and he is surf and he is protect and he is steel wing and he yeah. does his best and yeah me. I put fly on my crowbat I think it's a good option for this gen for flying moves. Surf is just like the most viable water move it's in the game. Always <laughs> the best. Yeah. Like the best water move. Because Hydro I'll never Pump get tired is of that animation, like the wave. Yeah, and the Surf has a great animation in this one where it's just like a tsunami. I will say I'm editing um, the episode that comes out this Tuesday today, and we have a bit where we're chitting on Pelipper. <laughs> Oh no! For it's Why? Only because Tanner has this upsetting image he knew about of like a pelican putting its like you know mouth into its neck. Oh, no. So man, Pelipper like, itself. Pelicans do this thing where they've got like this big. <laughs> you, they got the big mouth, you know. But they'll do this thing where yeah. they'll like put their thing down and their neck will come out through their mouth, and then like you can see their vertebrae and their neck like coming out through their mouth skin membrane. It's really yeah. gross. It's really bad. I really wish you didn't tell me that. <laughs> and that's what Pelipper does. No, yeah. he doesn't. He's a beautiful boy, and he would never do that in front of me. <laughs> <laughs> I think they do it to, like, attract other Pelipper. No. Or, uh, sorry, oh. Pelicans. No way. I don't know why. Who would find it? that attractive? That's not sexy. Like, are you, what, are you serious? Imagine going up to me and just like, oh, like, just releasing your spine to someone. Who's next in the lineup? I got my Gardevoir, and he Ooh. is called Angel, um, because he is beautiful, similar to Angel and Buffy. Very aesthetic. 
Um, very gorgeous. I just love that line. I don't know if you know in Sword and Shield, they've made like a guy version and his name is like Gallade and he's like super like butch and whatever. And like, but I put this, this bad bitch in her cape and her skirt and she's just, she's an icon. She's a legend and she is the moment. Yeah. She's so, given yeah. a look. Yeah. I love her. She's, she's serving it all. She's serving it all. Um, she's been surprisingly useful because I taught her Thunderbolt, which has proved to be oh, very yeah. handy because I don't have any Thunder Pokemon in my team. Yeah. I usually do, but it just kind of happened that I didn't have one this time around. I usually go for like Electric or whatever. So she's gotten me out of uh, many a jam and I appreciate her quite a lot. She's great and she's A tier, as I know. That's another bad search to add to the list. <laughs> We've already been down that path. Who's <laughs> two more? Fourth. Yeah, I got two more. I kind of hate my next one, so I won't spend too much time on him. But I figured I needed a fire type, and again, didn't want to go for what I'd usually go for. So I got Torkoal, and he is named Doctor Spachemi after the very <laughs> so uh, dodgy doctor in Thirty Rock. I would not want him with any health concerns, to be honest. But anyway, similar enough here. I don't trust my Torkoal at all, and I don't particularly like him um but does have some very good moves fire blast because i bought that in the department store in that city that we were just in where they have the department store yeah did you go ahead a little bit to lily cove i did oh, that i got ahead sorry fuck i shouldn't say no, that well, we all we all went ahead it's fine <laughs> i needed to go there because the move deleter cheat yeah. we're all mayor cheats oh, yes, yeah. i had to go to find berries so we're all mayor cheats here. okay and then your final pokemon my final Pokemon is uh, Kenneth, and he is my uh, Hariyama, and he um, has, I, I had him in the daycare to try and kind of level him up while I was like grinding with some other ones, and they taught him smelling salt, and I have no fucking idea what that move is, so this could be extremely <laughs> interesting for me, and Focus Punch as well is one that I taught him, and it's such a bitch, because you have to, he has to like charge, and then he can't be hit, because if he gets hit, then he can't punch. Right. And you've like wasted a turn essentially. So it, the power is there, but it's the execution he needs to work on. And of course, it's he needs to work on it because it's not me picking the moves at all. And that has nothing to do with it. It's entirely on him. But yeah, <laughs> I, I love him and his enormous hands. Smelling salt is kind of a rad move. Yeah, it's cool. It's a signature move, I believe. It does 60 damage. Oh. But then if the target is paralyzed, it'll do double damage, but it will cure the paralysis. So you got to paralyze him okay. first and then hit him hard. But that's I like that. That's a cool setup. Um, yeah, I can right. agree with that. I would have a number of those Pokemon on my team if I had the ability. So Good, good looking choices. team, too, unlike Josh's, which we're going to hear about on in a moment. Fault. But Josh, tell me about your disgusting little... little <laughs> I, listen, I've been ragging on my team for the past five episodes. Yeah, they're gross. I'm starting to feel almost proud. I may be proud. We'll see how they perform, and then I'll decide if I'm it's proud. It's like Stockholm Syndrome, man. Like, you're just, <laughs> yeah. you know you're stuck with them, so you have to, like, do something to feel okay about it. That's absolutely true. So our first one is Jack Irons, which is uh, slacking now. Level 40. Ooh. Back to being a truant. Just last week, Joshua, Slacking was my You Make Me Barf Pokemon of the Week, and this is and this is what you do with that information? Yes. I'm I'm running a psychological warfare game as well. <laughs> um Can I, I mean, may I ask very quickly? Uh yeah. How are his bazongas? 
Um, I don't love looking at them, but I am looking at the back of his head, which just looks like like Homer Simpson's head, basically. Right. Uh, like lounging on the couch kind of a thing. But I know what you're looking at, and I'm sorry that that's what you have to look at, but also you did this. You're not sorry. So. Yeah. You're not sorry. No, it's my fault, and I, I fall on the sword. It's um, really Slacking's fault. I mean, it's really Pokemon Company's fault. Yeah, they did this to all of us. Um, I Don't give Pokemon titties. Just don't give Pokemon titties. It's just a bad move. We don't need it. If you ever no. need it, you go to DeviantArt, and someone will have taken care of it, you know? Yeah, you don't need to, yeah. <laughs> don't, don't egg them on, Pokemon Company. Titties find a way. I will say though, um, I mean, I'm not. The move set isn't really there yet because I think a lot of its moves are going to be TMs if I keep them around, and then like later game level ups. But I will say it's got slash and facade and counter, and then slack off, and it's holding a silk scarf. So facade and slash are both powered up as their normal moves. And this thing's got, it's level 40, 152 attack power on this thing. Jeez Louise. Like, it's slacking off every other turn. But when it gets a hit in, it's gonna hurt. It's gonna hurt. Yeah. Not bad. Not looking forward to battling it, but... Not for looking forward to looking at it, either. Yeah. Then we have the classic Tony Kiedis Blaziken, finally. Level 40. I'm not a fan of this entire line, but I think Blaziken's the worst one. Uh, I t- you I was a picture. just about to say, Blaziken really? is disgusting. Yeah. Disgusting. Yeah. It's got too much going on. Josh, when your Blaziken evolved into, well, when your um, Combuskin evolved into a Blaziken, and I said at the time that it looks like if Guy Fieri was a Pokemon. Like, <laughs> it's sort of just got this, like... It looks like it's wearing like a like a silk shirt with flames on it. Like it's just kind of got that vibe, you know? Like a shitty like silk robe. And like yeah, a I don't like wig. It. it looks like a wig. I, it's a mess. Don't get me wrong. Too I think it's human as well. Like it's it's got a human it's too, stature. It's way 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 too close to being a human for me. Like it's, it's so like just teetering on the line that it makes me physically uncomfortable to be quite honest. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, me too. Yeah, any of the humanoids are trouble. Uh, it's its moveset isn't totally there, but I think it's pretty good. It's double kick, a lot ice, of hedging, bulk up, and blaze kick. A lot of hedging on the movesets. Oh, the movesets aren't there yet. If I lose, it's not my fault. It's because the movesets aren't there. Uh, the movesets get good. The other okay. ones all have good movesets. One of them, which uh, has a long story... <laughs> So formerly, we had announced that Dwayne McKnight was my trap inch. And I had to make a revision this week because I learned some Red Hot Chili Peppers lore. Um, And as we all know, I'm naming my Pokemon after members of the Red Hot Chili Peppers in chronological order because it is a band that Tanner hates and he hates all my Pokemon. Vanilla, Red Hot Chili Peppers impact on Ireland. They big there. Yeah. What's the what's the. Oh, yeah. I definitely I would say yeah and especially among my age group and around they played like one of the biggest stadiums over here it would have been like earlier in the teenies or whatever the last fucking decade is called um, and there was a there was a period of time where everyone in my secondary school was obsessed with them and if you weren't going to this concert you were 
a fucking loser. Um, I did oh not go God. because um, I respect myself. <laughs> I have the opposite opinion. If anyone goes to that concert, they're a loser in my mind. But I recognize also that my my opinion on the Red Hot Chili Peppers is unique, and most of our listeners apparently fucking love them. So it's been seeping back in to me. Um, I did listen to a couple of songs because I will be singing a tribute to a fallen band member. <laughs> Um, so Halil Slovak, you would remember, was Lombre. Yeah. And this new Dwayne McKnight is also Lombre. And I'm renaming my Trapinch, which is now a Vibrava, because I was corrected by a bug catcher on Twitter, Robin Cass, who said that uh, Halil Slovak wasn't just a touring member. He was apparently one of the founding original members of Red Hat Chili Peppers, and he passed away in 1988 of a heroin overdose, RIP. And I bred a new Lombre using Hello Slovak and also uh, my Shroomish, if you recall, my HM friend Keith Morris, because I wanted to get leech seed. All of the breeding is just so gross to me. You will never catch me at a Pokemon breeder. Well, you're never going to be a true Mini Max, Mini Max, without doing some of that breeding. That's fine. It was a fucking nightmare. I'll take the hit. I I went through, I think, thirty or forty Lotads, like to get this one, because I not only needed Leech Seed, I also wanted the ability Rain Dish. My previous one had Swift Swim, and Rain Dish recovers a little HP every turn if it's raining. And later on, I will have Rain Dance, which I don't have yet. But because Hillel passed away and he was succeeded by Dwayne McKnight for guitar and backing vocals. And to all the Irish Red Hot Chili Peppers fans out there, I'm going to do a quick rendition here to send off Hillel Slovak. I will be singing to the song so that I can hit all of the notes. Um, I have done this song at karaoke. so You're an artist. All right. So it's called, it's a little ditty called Under the Bridge by the Red Hot Chili Peppers. And this is for Hello Slovak, the Lombre. Sometimes I feel like I don't have a partner. Sometimes I feel like my only friend is the city I live in, the city of Petalburg. Lonely as I am, together we cry. No, it's I'm, I'm, I'm so not curious. Okay. <laughs> I drive on his streets cause he's my companion. I walk through his hills cause he knows who I am. He sees my good deeds and he rain dishes me windy. Well, I never worry. Now that is a lie. Are you done now, or? I never wanna feel like I did that day, but take me to the place I love. Take me all the way. I don't ever wanna feel like I did that day, but take me to the place I love. Take me all the way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Rest in peace. Hello, Slovak. Rest in pedals. Um, Rest in pedals. It's so curious, Josh. You started that 
you started that anecdote by saying you're going to sing along with the song so you get all the notes right. Yeah. But, uh... <laughs> I got nervous. <laughs> a larger audience than I usually have. So now we've got... What's his name? Dustin? Renamed Dwayne McKnight. Dwayne McKnight. Surf, Leech Seed, Absorb, and Thief, which will eventually, the last two will get replaced. This thing's bred for success, and I like Lombre now. Now I get it. Cool. Are you excited for it to turn into that disgusting beast, Ludicola, eventually? I wish I I had it now, but I think you get the Waterstone in our next adventure over in uh, Lilico. So I'm excited, yeah. All right, who else? Chad Smith. X Cloud finally. Rad. I gotta say, I I still don't like this line, but I respect the amount of time and effort you've put into it. And and you've won me over with your enthusiasm about the line. Thank you. I am passionate about it. And it evolves at level 40, so I finally got this thing just under the wire. Um I also spent a lot of time at the Mauville game corner finally, because I needed to revamp its moveset. And I needed to just throw money at that roulette. And I read that you could basically zone out and just keep hitting A and betting uh, betting three coins every every time. And then the chances just up until like the seventh round, you basically have a 50-50 chance of like hitting it, um, hitting the jackpot and getting like 36 coins. So I just mashed away and like watched Sopranos, which is what we're going through in this house. And I ended up getting enough that I also just threw a bunch of money at it. But I got Ice Beam, I got Hyper Beam, I got Flamethrower, and I got Shockwave on this boy. Jeez Louise, that's a heavy hitter. Christ alive. That one is a total, total turnaround on that moveset. Then Vibrava, which is now renamed DH Peligro. Um, I just... (laughs) <laughs> this is like I, I get that this is a psychological warfare on me and like oh, it sucks cool. that I have to like I have to learn this much about the Red Hot Chili Peppers but this is gonna like occupy a space in your mind for the rest of your life like you are gonna know the Red Hot Chili Peppers full lineup including like the people who left the band or like died tragically for the rest of your life and how does that he feel? Was on, he was on drums in a in 1988, and uh, he was the drummer in Dead Kennedys as well. Um, I don't feel great about it, the <laughs> fact that I know what I just said. Yeah. Uh, and that I had to do a renaming situation so that, like, canonically, Hillel Slovak actually died in the show now as well, and then he has a successor. So, yeah, I don't love it, but, um, you know, this is the cards that I was dealt, and this is how All I right. live. So, okay. Vibrava. I do love this thing. It doesn't evolve into Flygon, who I really love until 45, unfortunately. But he's got Crunch, Dragon Breath, Fain Attack, and Rock Tube. Cool. Can do some damage. I love Flygon so much, right? and I'm furious that you got that line, because that's another one, again, I'm straight to the desert, get my Trap Inch, get going. But I was like, I'm not going to do that this time, because I always get Trap Inch, and now I wish I fucking had and wish I didn't have such strong principles about playing this game. <laughs> but Brava is kind of ugly, though. But, like, yeah. it gets really rough in the middle of my Brava, and then Flygon comes out, and you're like, oh, she's beauty Beautiful. and she's great. Yeah. <laughs> uh, is that your whole team? No, last one is Frisante. Frisante, still don't know how to say it, not going to look it up. John Frisante, which is the Crobat. 
Oh yeah, Crobat. Level Ugh. 40 also. Man, into it. I really didn't think I was going to love it, but I do like this thing. Its speed is off the charts. It's like 137 on this fucking thing. Um, And it's got some punch now, because after defeating Daddy, you can get Sludge Bomb TM36 back in Duford Town. So I've got Confused Ray, I've got Fly, I've got Sludge Bomb, and I've got Bite. And I think it's going to be annoying. Yeah, I'm sure it will be. (laughs) Good lineup. Still not much to look at, but it sounds like you've you've got some talent and you're and you've got a lot of good move sets to, to work with heading into this battle. What do you got, Tim? Um Oh let me tell you what I've got. Stanislaus, my Swampert, level forty. He's got a a combo, a move combo that I'm I'm interested in testing out against the both of you, yes. where he's got Toxic, which is one of my favorite moves. Oh, you can get the Toxic TM? Um, I didn't know that yet. I've got it. Um, and he's also got Facade, which does extra damage against someone who is poisoned. So if I can get a Toxic, pop off a Toxic and then a Facade, I'm in good shape. I'm good for my slacking. Next up is Sephora, my Skarmory. Uh, she remains largely the same as last time. Her Her real big hits are... Steel Wing and um, Air Cutter. And then I've got Aesop, my Ninjask. It's still doing it. well. Okay. Swords Dance. Ninjask, I will say, is not long for this world. I've got my eyes set on another uh, delightful little bug Pokemon oh. in the upcoming episodes. Ninjask is still there for now. Okay. And then we've got Sheffield, my Magneton, who's oh, got some pretty God. spicy little moves. What's he got these days? Do you teach him Thunderbolt also? No, he doesn't have Thunderbolt. He has Spark, which is not as good as Thunderbolt. But um, I, I fed Thunderbolt to my Gardevoir previously. Oh, um, okay. Which didn't come in handy during our last battle. But um, he's got Sonic that's, Boom. He's got that's the same as what Finola did. Or yeah. And then I've got Saint John. For our battle. <laughs> <laughs> hey, that Gardevoir when I was facing off last time was like. My unreckoning, my my reckoning. I've got Saint John, my clay doll, who, ugh, but disgusting. <laughs> it's got it's it got hyper sick. beam and oh. it's got psychic. I went and did some some roulette ruling too and picked up psychic for it. It's so expensive, but I think worth it. I also will say it's holding a twisted spoon. I probably oh you got I, a twisted I, spoon too. I, I killed an unconscionable number of of Abra's back in Granite Cave trying to find a Twisted Spoon and eventually got one. What does the Twisted Spoon do? It just amplifies Psychic. I think it's a plus 5%, maybe plus 10% to Psychic moves. Yeah. I also killed a bunch of Magnemites to get a Magnet down in um, New new Mothville. And then my my last one is a new one because Gardevoir is gone. Um, And you have her for a long time. For a very long time. She was like the third Aww. Pokemon I caught, but she's she's no more. So Gardevoir. Gardevoir. That's good. <laughs> I don't have a um chili peppers song prepared. Gardevoir RIP. Welcome to the team, Sila. My melodic. Oh god. Oh these are a fucking just a nightmare to deal with this. Level 40, 
melodic. I went and I spent uh, a ton of time hunting down a fee boss in Route 119, and then a ton more time planting and harvesting some kind of indigo berry and making oh, berry juices. Yeah, and then giving it to Phoebus so that it would um, becomes very beautiful, and then it's a level. ugly little duckling kind of a thing. But it turns into a beautiful melodic, which I have now, and it's got a few nice moves, including refresh, which clears any impairments like paralysis or poisoning and stuff, and it's got recover, which recovers a third of its HP. And it's got a bunch. I think it's a special defense heavy and like hp heavy right yeah it's pretty good the phoebus like thing you can only capture it in like six Six squares squares. or something yeah there's like a big stream in route 119 and you have to go and and fish five times on each spot until you catch it and it took a while not as long as i think some people but like i would say like an hour hour and a half just sitting and fishing i eventually got it not Thank you. I think it's time now, Joshua. Yes. Let's see who among us is the Pokemon champion. Last time it was me. This time we'll see. Your team is, has come quite a ways since then. That was a joke last time. This is a yeah. real team. Oh, the yes. thrill. Okay, here we go. Oh, yes. Dun, 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 All right. Dun. Okay, this is it. We're both done. It's our last one on one. But Aesop is in pretty dire straits over here. Oh my god. And there he goes. Yep, there we go. Woo, what a match, Joshua. Wow, one down to one each. But you have reclaimed your title as the king of experience. Sure. All right, let's do it. Back. Let's do a very quick debrief. Josh, you won. I'm back, baby. You're back. Number one experience share player. I had some pretty heavy hits, but you seem to have programmed some moves specifically to to take care of some of my team. It came down to 1v1. It was Aesop the Ninjask versus Frusciante the Crobat. But Crobat took the day. Yeah, Crobat, I was trying to protect the entire time um, because he had only very specific uses. And a lot of your Pokemon have super effective moves against him. Yeah. Which is not ideal, but riding out a Ninjask versus Crobat is pretty ideal. Yeah, um, I think... All your I steel types are a problem. The steel types are bad. If I hadn't lost my Melodic to, to a, a random hit, I would have. I feel like she could have carried me a lot further, but it just comes down to experience. Experience versus talent, just like President Trump said. Uh, oh, gosh. <laughs> Josh... Uh, how, what did I take it out with? Was that a slash? Uh, no, it was facade with it was the toxic facade. on slacking came back to bite you in the ass. Because yeah. then he had a 140 damage facade running around. It also occurs to me that I realize I, I don't understand how facade work. I thought it meant it does double damage against someone who is poisoned. Oh, no, it's the user, whatever the user's status is. So that was my So mistake. it's like your lash out, where you look like you're weak and you're injured, but then you just suddenly just, like, come out swinging. So you're the champion experience share, but let's see if you can hold that title against Fanula and the Bandwix podcast. I'm I would, I would love incredibly to nervous. 
I need to not fuck up for my country. I feel like there's a lot more on the line oh, than yeah. you realize. It's like a, this is a world cup of Ireland too. Yeah. Could probably even take Europe into account. I think I've I think I've just sent you a challenge. Oh yeah, I got it. Oof. I might be able to pull it off. Oh, late game rally. Oh god. And I used to shit all over Lone Braid too. You still should. It's ugly. It's ugly, but I'm excited about Ludicolo. I might just keep surfing. Fuck. It's gonna keep oh, working. Oh my god. Oh god, that was miserable. Oh, fuck off with leech seed. <laughs> Oof, no, the leech seed is gonna nickel and dime you. Oh. But I think slacking will come out, and then the leech seed will kill you. No! Leech wow, seed. down to one Pokemon again. Wow. Tough battle. What oh, a close battle. All right, debrief. Josh, you... I thought I was going to lose. You took it home. One headlight with one Pokemon. Jack Irons. Sticking with slacking thing was good advice from bug catchers as well as Pokesports. You remain the champion of, of experience share, and I, I hate to say it, the, the champion of um, bandwagons, too. I'll send you over all the passwords for our socials, and you can just <laughs> you just crack on with next week. <laughs> I've retired. And the, and the champion oh, I didn't of know Ireland. that was the reward. Yeah, it's that, and as Tanner was just about to say, like, you have Irish citizenship if you want to come over, because I know things are not good uh, in the States, so... I don't actually don't think we are technically allowed to come over. I think there's a travel ban, so. I'm like 50% Irish. I mean, My middle after. name is Irish O'Connor. Maybe I can pull it off. Oh, gosh. Yeah, cool. let's let's do a let's do an international European meetup when Corona's over. We will sure. see one another again around this time tomorrow and we'll talk about this I battle. Will, Good I games. will be on time tomorrow. I promise. Okay, what you just heard was our battles. Josh, respete Thank you. for reclaiming your crown from me. I gave you a good run after Gym 4. I'm back, baby. But you're back. You've defeated me. I needed to be crushed, I think, in order to get my life together. You're a great Pokemon trainer. You're a terrible host because you also <laughs> defeated our guest. <laughs> Uh, I'm sorry, Fanula. I mean, like, I, I maybe maybe I let you in because I didn't want to rock up like this random Irish girl <laughs> just making a show of the two, you know. It was pretty close, though. Like, I really, I really thought I had it and I was ready to revel in my glory. Yeah. But unfortunately, I, ha- I now have to hand over the the key to Ireland and the key to bandwagons now to Josh. It was, oh, it was a valiant fight. Thoroughly enjoyed it. I did think you were going to get that one. Uh, I mean, both were close, but especially when I think I was down like three Pokemon and you still had like six and yeah. a couple of them were damaged, but I was like, oh, this is it. It's your sneaky little Crobat. Your Crobat took both of us out. Yeah, yeah that Crobat like is just so unassuming and then will unapologetically fuck up your life. Yeah. It's frustrating, to say the least. You don't want to take it seriously, and then it's just like, oh, no. Yeah. I can't. I, nothing I have works against this thing. I've been impressed by it. This is the thing. I'm looking at its stupid cartoon face being like, <laughs> pile of piss, I am going to ruin you, and then I was dushed. But, I mean, we got down to our last Pokemon each, so I'm proud of my efforts. It should be, yes. 
Fanula, I hope you keep playing, and I hope that we are able to challenge you again when this game is over in just a couple gyms. We're not far off from the the end of Gen 3, Ruby and, and Sapphire. Yeah, and we're going to fly through it because we're, once again, over-leveled. And we have fly. <laughs> Everybody is down in, like, the low 30s, and we're running around at level 40. This has been Experience Share, a Pokemon podcast. As always, I am Carvoner, a.k.a. Tanner Greenring. And I'm joined, as always, by Hariyamash, a.k.a. Josh Fielsted, and our guest, Linula, a.k.a. Fanula Jones, from Bandwagons. Fanula, where can people find Bandwagons? What is Bandwagons? Tell us all about you and your show. Lay it on us. Bandwagons is a podcast that talks about the things that other people are talking about. So Bandwagons, the people are getting on, trending topics. Um, it's myself and my co-host, Reed Brown. And yeah, there's a lot of variety there for people. We do a lot of pop culture stuff, but we also covered pride and the history behind that. And we did cool. stuff on food sustainability, but we also do a lot of reality TV. So yeah, I think there's kind of something for everyone there. I'd love to extend the invitation to you to record an episode on Pokemon, perhaps. Oh, yeah. Because mm. Pokemon... <laughs> <laughs> Pokemon is such a bandwagon. Yeah, especially now. You've been begrudgingly dragged onto this bandwagon, so it'd be great to get your perspective on it. <laughs> yeah, for sure. I threw him on the back. Oh, I was just flying forward on the <laughs> Pokemon bandwagon, and I just scooped him up. Yeah. Dragging him along for the ride. Yeah, so we're Bandwagon's podcast on all socials, and wherever you want to listen to us, you will find us and hopefully you'll enjoy yeah it's been very enjoyable for me i was actually just listening to the schitt's creek episode because i've talked about that on this show i'm a shithead love it and i i was pleased to hear that you both had a good time with that show as well that makes me feel so warm and nice yeah that was Breed fully got me into that she's obsessed so i know it hasn't been on the air for about 20 years but would you guys ever consider doing the oc oh my god um, I would love yes. to come on for that. Because I think Josh... <laughs> Absolutely, yeah. Josh probably got a lot of people into it. It's a new bandwagon. Yeah, I remember, especially in Ireland, it was, again, like, such a thing because one of the stations got it over here. And especially the first series, it was there was mad hype around it. So definitely, yeah, keep the, keep the diaries free and uh, we'll be on. It's one of the shows that I noticed in the quarantine time. Everybody was just like rewatching the OC. It was one of those ones up with like, I think the Sopranos, which I'm doing, where it was just like, oh, everybody got this memo. Like we're, we're all doing this. Your impact. Yeah. We're also happy to come on and talk about the Red Hot Chili Peppers bandwagon, whatever you guys think is best. <laughs> yeah, let's go on and do bandwagons for Red Hot Chili Peppers and make Tanner listen to all their albums. Ugh, I would hate that. I'm obsessed with that idea. Very obsessed. All right, bug catchers, thank you for joining us this week. We will be back next week to journey to Lily Cove. Oh, yeah. Lily Cove. Well, also Moss Deep. Oh, is there no gym in Lily Cove? No. The gym is in Moss Deep, and it will be our first experience with a double gym leader, Tate and Liza. Ooh. For the mind badge. Can we team up to take them on or? They have to allow that. I mean, that's only fair. That's my dream. All right. We will see you next week, bug catchers. Josh, I will see you next week. Fanula, I will see you um, some other time. On the internet? Yeah. Thanks for joining us. Thanks so much. Thanks for listening, bug catchers. Thank you. Thanks, Tanner, for just being you. (laughs) Hey, no problem. 
and uh, smell you later. <laughs> <laughs>